Ephesians 2, verse 8 to 10. For it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. It is not of yourself. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Welcome to Debbie DeVries Ministries. Now, last week we looked at John 6, verse 29, which states, Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. Salvation comes from Jesus. It's all about what he accomplished for us, and it comes to us through faith. Now, the good news is, um, if you stay with me weekly, um, I'm actually out of John 6 this week, and we're going to be moving this week into Ephesians, of course, well, for today anyways. Now, Paul is the author of this letter, and as a converted legalist, he insists on making sure his readers both then and now know that eternal life does not come by any rituals, rule-keeping, or works. He makes sure that, or he wants to make sure that we know that it comes by grace from God. Salvation cannot, it cannot be of works because the work of salvation was completed on the cross. It is finished, Jesus cried, cried out. So, so that means it's finished. That means that there is nothing we can add to Jesus' work. He said it's finished. But it also means there's nothing that we can take away from it either. The work is complete. The job is done. Now, when Jesus died... When you're reading the the text, it tells us that the veil from the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. This signifies that the way to God was now open. It is finished. Jesus did it all, and he did it by his grace. Sin worked against us, but God, God and Jesus, they worked for us. Here's the thing. The great work of conversion, which comes through faith, as we decided last week or as we talked about last week, is only the beginning. It's the beginning of a new life for you and for me. Jesus is equipping us for our walk and our work here on earth. Now, Paul, in this letter, reminds us that God intends us to do good works. He does make a clear distinction. Good works do nothing to help us obtain God's favor, but they follow naturally. They have to. They follow naturally as we experience the love of Jesus. Good works are not the root from which salvation grows, but but they are the fruit that God intends for us to bear. He has prepared a path of good works for you and for me, which he will perform in and through us as as we walk by what? By faith. God saved us eternally, and he's going to make something out of us if we step into it, if we step into the work which God has prepared in advance for us to do. The question is, is will we step in? Now, what do we do with, with a verse like this? What, what does it mean to us? And um, as I was thinking about it and studying it, I actually came across this little story. And I actually think it's, it's a perfect illustration of what we can do. I read a story about a Christian woman who visited a retirement home near her house on a regular basis. Now, one day, she noticed an older gentleman who was sitting by himself, and he was just sitting there, and he was staring at his dinner tray. Now her heart twinged, and she said that she went over and she asked him if he was okay. Now this gentleman, 
with a heaviness, replied, Yes, there's something wrong. You see, I'm a Jewish man, and I cannot eat anything that's on this tray. So she asked him, What would you like to eat? And he replied, A bowl of hot soup. So she went home, and she prepared soup that this gentleman could eat. And after getting permission from the office, you know what she did? She took the soup to this man. And from here, a beautiful friendship developed, and she visited him often, and she brought him the kind of food that he could eat and food that he enjoyed eating. Now, throughout their friendship, they had many discussions, and she ended up telling this man about Jesus. Through her actions and then their conversations, She spent the time building a relationship with this man, and through her, he decided that this Jesus man had to be real, and he believed. And it all started with a bowl of soup. Making soup ended up being a good work to the glory of God. Making soup was a work that was prepared beforehand for this woman of faith to step into. Now, who would have ever thought that a bowl of soup would be the beginning of life-changing work? Now, my prayer for both you and myself is that, we are be, that we'd be able to see through God's eyes and that we'd be able to see those he has placed before us, those he has prepared in advance for us to love with his love, to serve as Jesus served us, and to show compassion, patience, time, understanding, and our resources with. I pray that we are able to see the work that God has prepared in advance for us to do, and I pray that we are able to recognize those who need a bowl of soup, so to speak. You see, because I think that most times it's as simple as that. It's not complicated. You just need to step into it. So what do we do with this? Well, we roll up our sleeves. That's what we do. And we look to God. And because of Jesus and what he's accomplished for us, we now get to work alongside him. And the question is, is will you and I and I step in? Are we willing to make a bowl of soup for someone who needs the love of Jesus in their life? It's that easy. God has prepared a work in advance for you and for me, and it's a privilege. Are we willing to keep our eyes open? Are you willing to trust that God will show you who and what you are being asked to do? And then will you step in? And figuratively speaking, of course, of course, but you'll get the idea. It all begins with a bowl of soup. Are you willing to begin by simply loving those who need you to make them a bowl of soup? Will you make them a bowl of soup? Amen.